For I've had enough of this world and its pleasures. I will arise and go forth to the house of my young. I will arise and go forth to the house of my father. I will arise and go forth to the house of my young. House of my young. Shalom, and welcome to today's teaching on the Hebraic roots of Christianity, where we study first century Christianity and the faith that Jesus, whose Hebrew name is Yeshua, which means salvation, taught his disciples. And now, Hebraic roots teacher Eddie Chumney of Hebraic Heritage Ministries International. Shalom, I'm Eddie Chumney of Hebraic Heritage Ministries, and we welcome you to today's teaching on the subject, The Feast of of Shavuot, Yeshua gives the Torah at Mount Sinai. This is part three of the series. The Apostle Paul right Now to Abraham and his seed were the promises made, and your seed, which is Messiah. Galatians 3.29 If you be Messiahs, then are you Abraham's seed, and an heir according to the promise. Seeing that it's the Messiah who's making a covenant with Abraham, let's see how the one that's making a covenant with Abraham is described when he's making the covenant in Genesis chapter 15, verse 17. It says, It came to pass that when the sun went down and it was dark, Behold, a smoking furnace and a burning lamp passed between the pieces. The one that's making the covenant with Abraham, who is the Messiah, when he's making the covenant, he's called a smoking furnace. Now let's see how things are described with the events at Mount Sinai. In Exodus chapter 19, verse 18, it says, And Mount Sinai was altogether on a smoke because the Lord descended upon it in fire, and the smoke thereof ascended as the smoke of a furnace, and the whole mount quaked greatly. So at Mount Sinai, with the presence of the Messiah, he's described as a smoking furnace, the same way he's described in Genesis chapter 15 when he makes a covenant with Abraham. Now let's furthermore make the connection that it is actually Yeshua who is going to be giving the Torah to the nation of Israel at Mount Sinai. It was willed to be given by the Father, but the one who actually executed it and performed the will is the Messiah. In Psalm chapter 16 verse 10, it says, For you will not leave my soul in hell, neither will you suffer your Holy One to see corruption. Who is this speaking about? In Acts chapter 2 verses 27 and then Acts chapter 2 verse 32, we can see that this is referring to Yeshua the Messiah and his resurrection. It says in Acts 2:27, because you will not leave my soul in hell, neither will you suffer your holy one to see corruption. This is quoting Psalm 16 verse 10. Who's the holy one that would not see corruption? Acts 2:32. This Yeshua has God raised up whereof we are all 
witnesses. Yeshua is the king of Israel. In Psalm 89 verse 18 it says, For the Lord is our defense, and the Holy One of Israel, that's the Messiah, the Holy One of Israel is our king. Now we're going to look at John chapter 1 verses 47 and 49, where Yeshua is referred to as the king of Israel. John 1:47. Yeshua saw Nathanael coming to him and said of him, Behold, an Israelite indeed, in whom is no guile. Nathanael answered and said unto him, Rabbi, you are the Son of God, you are the King of Israel. Yeshua is the Redeemer of Israel. In Isaiah chapter 41 verse 14 it says, Fear not, you worm Jacob and you men of Israel. I will help you, says the Lord, and your Redeemer, your Redeemer, the Holy One of Israel. Now let's look at Titus chapter 2 verses 13 and 14 where Yeshua is referred to as the one who redeems his people. Looking for that blessed hope in the glorious appearing of the great God and our Savior, Yeshua HaMashiach, who gave himself for us that he might redeem us from all iniquity and purify unto himself a peculiar people zealous of good works. Yeshua is the Savior of Israel. Isaiah chapter 43 verse 3 For I am the Lord your God, the Holy One of Israel, your Savior. The Holy One of Israel is your Savior. Acts chapter 13 verse 23 Of this man's seed has God according to his promise raised unto Israel a Savior, Yeshua. Therefore, in looking at these scriptures, we can see that Yeshua is the Holy One of Israel. He's the King of Israel. He's the Redeemer of Israel. He is the Savior of Israel. That being the case, let's look at another name for Yeshua that is found in Isaiah chapter 47 verse 4. As for our Redeemer, that is Yeshua, Yahweh of hosts, the Lord of hosts, is His name the Holy One of Israel. The Holy One of Israel, our Redeemer, His name is the Lord of hosts. His name is Yahweh of hosts. The way you say hosts in Hebrew is Zavaot. In James chapter 5 verse 4 it says, Behold, the hire of the laborers who have reaped down your field, which is of you kept back by fraud, cries, and the cries of them which have reaped are entered in the ears of Lord of Zavaot. This is the word in Hebrew, Zavaot, the Lord of hosts, which is a term for Yeshua the Messiah. Therefore, Yeshua is not only the Holy One of Israel, the King of Israel, the Redeemer of Israel, the Savior of Israel, He is also Yahweh of hosts. Given the fact that Yeshua is Yahweh of hosts, now let's look at Isaiah and chapter 5 in verse 24, which says, Because they've cast away the Torah of Yahweh of hosts, they have, referring to Mount Sinai, they've cast away the Torah of Yahweh of hosts and despised the word of the Holy One of Israel. Who is the Holy One of Israel and Yahweh of hosts that they cast away his Torah? It's Yeshua the Messiah. And it's referring to the Torah that that was made with the house of Jacob at Mount Sinai. Therefore, we can see from this that Yeshua that gave the Torah at Mount Sinai. Let's look at other evidences that Yeshua is the one that gave the Torah at Mount Sinai. Deuteronomy chapter 33 verses 1 through 3 it is written, This is the blessing wherewith Moses, the man of God, blessed the children of Israel before his death. And he said, The Lord came from Sinai, 
so we're looking at the one that's coming from Sinai, who is referred to as Yahweh. Who is Yahweh that's coming from Sinai? How is he described? He rose up from Sair unto them. He shined forth from Mount Paran. Now look at this. He came with ten thousands of saints. From his right hand went a fiery law for them. Yea, he loved the people. All his saints are in your hand. And they sat down at your feet. Everyone shall receive of your words. Deuteronomy chapter 33 verse 2 and pointing out the description of Yahweh that's coming from Sinai we're going to see that this is referring to the Messiah because one of the characteristics that we're told is that he came with ten thousands of saints. Well who's the one that comes with ten thousands of saints? Jude chapter 1 verse 14 says Enoch also the seventh from Adam prophesied of thee saying behold the Lord comes with ten thousands of saints. Who's the Lord that's coming with ten thousands of saints. That's Yeshua at his second coming. Notice he's referred to as Yahweh. Yeshua is Yahweh. He gave the Torah at Mount Sinai. Looking at the characteristic that's mentioned in Deuteronomy 33 verse 3, that Yahweh, that is Yeshua that came from Sinai, it said of him that they sat down at his feet and everyone shall receive of your words. Sitting down at your feet is a Hebrew idiom for teaching and being taught Torah and their receiving of your words. That is the Torah or the commandment. Now let's cross-reference this with Luke chapter 10 verse 39. It says, She had a sister called Mary which sat at Yeshua's feet and heard his word. Sat at Yeshua's feet and heard his word. This is the same phrase that is mentioned in Deuteronomy chapter 33 verse 3. So the one that comes from Sinai, that is Yeshua, not only is he coming with ten thousands of saints, not only are they sitting at his feet and receiving of his word, but it mentions that the Torah is coming from the right hand. And in Exodus chapter 15 verse 6 it says the right hand is the one that defeated Pharaoh and his armies and drowned them in the sea. It's the right hand which is the Messiah. Psalm chapter 44 verse 3 says, For they got not the land in possession by their own sword, neither did their own arm save them, but your right hand and your arm in the light of your countenance because you had favor on them. So how did they possess the land? It was through the favor that the Messiah bestowed upon his people. The right hand in your arm. Hebrews chapter 12 verse 2. Looking unto Yeshua, the author and finisher of our faith, who for the joy that was set before him endured the cross, despising the shame, and he has sit down at the right hand of the throne of God. The right hand refers to as power, majesty. Looking at now these characteristics of Deuteronomy, Deuteronomy chapter 33, it says that the one that came from Sinai comes with ten thousands of his saints. They sat at his feet and received of his word. And from his right hand, what happens? From his right hand, a fiery law for them. So it is Yeshua who is giving the fiery Torah unto his people. He's the one that came from Sinai. He's the one that came with ten thousands of his saints. He He's the one that gave it from his right hand and they sat at his feet and received of his word because he instructed Moses, go tell the people of Israel. Yeshua is the lawgiver as we can tell from Isaiah chapter 33 and verse 22 which says, The Lord is our judge. The Lord is our lawgiver. The Lord is our king. He will save us. The one that will save us, who's the one that saves us? Yeshua the Messiah. The one that will save us 
is our king. Yeshua is the king of Israel. The one that will save us that is our king. He is also our lawgiver. Now in James chapter 4 verse 12, it says, There is one lawgiver who is able to save and to destroy. Who are you that you judge another? So who's the one that's got to come and judge all the earth? It's the Messiah. So it says, why are you judging one another when there's just one lawgiver who is able to save and able to destroy? Who's the one lawgiver that's able to save? It's the Messiah. And who's the one that's going to sit in judgment over the nations and over his people? Yeshua. He's the one lawgiver that is able to save and able to destroy it. So we're explicitly told in the renewed covenant, James 4.12, that Messiah is the lawgiver. Let's look at and understand that Yeshua gave the Torah by looking at Luke in chapter 4. In Luke chapter 4, we have an account where Yeshua is tempted by Hasatan, the adversary, the devil. It's very important to understand that it is not the heavenly father that Hasatan or the devil is tempting. He is directly tempting Yeshua the Messiah. That being the case, Luke chapter 4 verses 1 and 2 says, And Yeshua being full of the Ruach HaKodesh, the Holy Spirit, returned from Jordan and was led by the Spirit into the wilderness. Look, it's in the wilderness that the children of Israel was led. And why did they go into the wilderness? To be tempted. In other words, it says in Deuteronomy chapter 8 verse 3 to see what was in their heart. So even as Israel is tempted in the wilderness, Messiah has got to be tempted in the wilderness. Why? Because they're one. What happens to Israel happens to the Messiah. What happens to the Messiah happens to Israel. And being 40 days tempted, well, the children of Israel were 40 years in the wilderness. Being 40 days tempted of Hasatan, the devil, and in those days he did eat nothing. And when they were ended, he afterward hungered. And the devil, taking him up into a high mountain, showed unto him all the kingdoms of the world in a moment of time. And the devil said, All this power will I give you in the glory of them for that is delivered unto me how did Hasatan have them because Adam when he sinned and fell he lost his rule and reign in the earth and it was given unto Hasatan Messiah's got to come back and take back that which Adam gave away when he sinned in the garden and so Hasatan says to Yeshua if you will therefore worship me all shall be yours in Luke chapter 4 verse 8, Yeshua answered and said to him, get behind me, Satan. Notice he didn't say, get behind my father. He said, get behind me, Satan. Get behind me. Get behind me, Yeshua. Now he's going to tell him why you get behind Yeshua because it's written. Get behind me because it's written. Get behind me because it's written. You shall worship the Lord your God, Yahweh your Elohim. Who is Yeshua calling Yahweh your Elohim? Himself. Get behind me because you shall worship Get behind me because you shall worship Yahweh your Elohim and him only shall you serve. He's quoting Deuteronomy chapter 6 verse 13 which says, You shall fear the Lord your God, Yahweh your Elohim, and serve him and shall swear by his name. If we look at Deuteronomy chapter 6 verse 13 in the Hebrew, we're going to see something that you won't be able to see in the English. Deuteronomy chapter 6 verse 13 starts out by saying, Aleph Tav, Yahweh Elohim. We're told that Yahweh Elohim is Aleph Tav. Who's Aleph Tav? It's the Messiah. So Messiah is the Yahweh Elohim that 
you are to acknowledge as the king of Israel. Once again, this critical point, Yeshua said, get behind me. He did not say, get behind Yahweh the Father. And he's referring, Yeshua is referring and saying that me is Yahweh your Elohim. He's saying that he is Yahweh. Luke chapter 4 verse 9 through 11. He brought him to Jerusalem and set him on a pinnacle of the temple and said, if you be the Son of God, cast yourself down from here. For it is written, and he's quoting from Psalms, he shall give his angels charge over you to keep you. Notice Hasatan is able to quote scripture, but you know how he quotes scripture? Out of context. And so Yeshua gives the correct context of things. And in their hands shall they bear thee up, lest at any time you dash your feet against the stone. Yeshua answered and said unto him, It is said, You shall not tempt the Lord your God. Who's being tempted? Yeshua. And so he's referring to himself, the one being tempted, as don't tempt the Lord your God. Don't tempt Yahweh your Elohim. He's quoting Deuteronomy chapter 6 verse 16. And you shall not tempt the Lord your God as you tempted him in Massa. And if we look at Deuteronomy chapter 6 verse 16, once again, it says, Aleph Tav Yahweh Elohim. Now let's look at Deuteronomy in chapter 6 where we just saw that Yeshua quote here in verse 13 and verse 16 and let's see the context of what he's quoting which he has said refers to himself it says in Deuteronomy chapter 6 verse 12 then beware lest you forget the Lord which brought you forth out of the land of Egypt from the house of bondage so the subject is the one that brought you out of Egypt from the house of bondage and then the next verse says you shall fear the Lord your God and serve him and shall swear by his name. We just saw from Luke chapter 4 here that Yeshua is referring and quotes the scripture and says that's referring to him. If that scripture is referring to him, which it does, because he's Aleph Tav, who is Yahweh your Elohim, it says in the previous verse, Deuteronomy chapter 6 verse 12, that he's the one that brought his people out of Egypt. And then it goes on to say in Deuteronomy 6 16, you shall not tempt the Lord your God as you tempted him in Massa. Yeshua is our rock. He's the rock that was with his people in the wilderness. Psalm chapter 78, verse 35, and then verses 40 and 41, it is written, And they remembered that God was their rock, and the high God their redeemer. Look, the one that's their redeemer is also their rock. Remember Yeshua told the parable about build your house upon a sure foundation, upon a rock, and don't let the storms come. And if it's built on a faulty and sandy foundation, it will fall. But build upon the rock, referring to himself. Psalm 78, verses 40 and 41. How often they provoke him, the rock, their redeemer, they provoked him in the wilderness and grieved him in the desert. Yea, they turned back and they tempted God and limited, look, the Holy One of Israel, who is the Messiah. Well, we're explicitly told in 1 Corinthians chapter 10 verse 4 that the spiritual rock that was with his people in the wilderness is the Messiah. And they did all drink the same spiritual drink for they drank of that spiritual rock that followed them and that rock was Messiah. And looking at the giving of the Ten Commandments at Mount Sinai, which is found in Exodus chapter 20, we can 
cross-reference Exodus chapter 20 verse 6 with what Yeshua said in John chapter 14 verse 15 and see once again it's Yeshua that's giving the commandment. Exodus chapter 20 verse 2. I am the Lord your God which brought you out of the land of Egypt, out of the house of bondage. We're talking about the one that delivered his people out of Egypt. And it says, I show mercy unto thousands of them that love me and keep my commandments. The one that brought his people out of Egypt said, I show mercy to those that love me and keep my commandments. Now Yeshua said in John chapter 14 verse 15, if you love me, keep my commandments. He's quoting Exodus chapter 20 verse 6. He's proclaiming he's the one that gave the commandments, referring to the commandments that were given at Mount Sinai. From all of these things, now we should have a clearer understanding that it is Yeshua the Messiah who gave the commandments at Mount Sinai. Let's review what we have learned in this lesson. To begin with, we learned that Israel, the Torah, and the Messiah are all one. You cannot separate them. Therefore, if the Torah is given to the nation of Israel at Mount Sinai, you cannot separate the Torah from the Messiah because the Messiah is the one that gives the Torah and he gives it to his covenant people Israel. When Yeshua made a covenant with Abraham, he is described in Genesis chapter 15 as being a smoking furnace. In Exodus chapter 19, the one that gives the commandments to the nation of Israel at Mount Sinai is also described as a smoking furnace. The church, or the literal house of Jacob, that is referred to as the ecclesia in Greek, but the kachal in Hebrew, they were born at Mount Sinai. The church, which is the redeemed house of Jacob, was reborn in Acts chapter 2 with the renewed covenant. So Yeshua is only in covenant relationship with his people. The name of his people is the house of Jacob, both literal and redeemed. Yeshua is the Holy One of Israel. He's the King of Israel. He's the Redeemer of Israel. He's the Savior of Israel. He is also Yahweh of hosts. Yeshua came from Sinai, as we're told in Deuteronomy chapter 33. He did so with ten thousands of saints. They sat at his feet and received of his word. And from his right hand, we're told that a fiery Torah was given to his people. Yeshua gave the Torah. He is the lawgiver. It says in Isaiah chapter 5 verse 24 that they cast away his Torah. Yeshua is Yahweh your Elohim who gave the commandments as we can see from Deuteronomy in chapter 6 verses 12 and 13 and verse 16. Yeshua is the rock that was in the wilderness with his people. We're explicitly told this in 1 Corinthians chapter 10 verse 4 and cross-referencing Exodus chapter 20 verse 6 with John chapter 14 verse 15. Yeshua said, if you love me, keep my commandments, which is referring to the commandments that were given at Mount Sinai. And at Mount Sinai, they were written upon a heart of stone so that's why the covenant was broken and Yeshua has to take out the stony heart and replace it with the heart of flesh that is the renewed covenant which likewise is a Torah based covenant and that covenant is made unto the same house of Jacob the house of Israel and the house of Judah when they came out of Egypt all the whosoever that wanted to put the blood of the lamb upon the doorpost and escape the punishments of Egypt were able to do so they're called in the Bible the mixed multi 
multitude, the strangers, the sojourners. They were adopted or grafted in. Likewise, in the renewed covenant, anyone from among the nations, all the whosoevers that want to receive Yeshua as the Messiah in the forgiveness of their sins, they likewise are adopted or grafted in to the covenant that was made with the house of Israel and the house of Judah. As we're told in Ephesians chapter 2, they're part of the commonwealth of Israel. So I pray that this message has been insightful unto you and a blessing so that you could see as we're studying the festivals and particularly the events that happened that pertains to the Feast of Shavuot or the Feast of Pentecost that you can understand that it is actually Yeshua who gave the commandment to his people at Mount Sinai. He is the lawgiver. Well, that's going to conclude part three of the series on the subject, the Feast of Shavuot. Yeshua gives the Torah at Mount Sinai. Shalom in Yeshua the Messiah. Amen. Thank you, Eddie. This is Stephen Morgan, and all of us here at Hebraic Heritage Ministries pray that you have enjoyed today's teaching. If you've been blessed, will you help us to share this message with others? Hebraic Heritage Ministries is supported by your generous financial gifts. In order to help you in your studies and to help us share this message with others, we are offering today the DVD, Yeshua the Lawgiver, for free for a love gift of any amount to the ministry. Hebraic Heritage Ministries also offers a monthly discipleship program. If you are interested in starting a fellowship group in your area, let us know. We would like to help you. Please contact us for more details. Our website is hebroots.org. That's H-E-B-R-O-O-T-S dot O-R-G. We would like to hear from you. Please send us an email. Finally, in order to take advantage of today's free offer, please mention this product offer and... Please mail your love gift to Hebraic Heritage Ministries, P.O. Box 81, Strasburg, that's S-T-R-A-S-B-U-R-G, Ohio, 44680. Until next time, may Yeshua richly bless you.